Hey, welcome to A Little Better. My name's Daniel. I'll be your host. Today on the podcast, Drew and Brad are back together again, and we're talking all about Christians and judgment. Should you invite it into your life? Should you be a judgy Christian? Find all about that and so much more on today's episode. Remember, our goal on the podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of His Spirit, do better. So together, we can be a little better. Hey, welcome to A Little Better. We're excited to jump in. I think this is, what, week eight of Sermon, week eight. Sermon on the yes, Mount? Summer on the Mount. It's we been a long... We count them off every week yeah, online. Like eight, one, two, Stay six. tuned for week I'm glad, nine. glad Brad's here, so he keeps us, <laughs> keeps us Three more weeks. on track. Yeah. Well, Drew, you gave the sermon again uh, this Sunday, so give us your sermon in 60 seconds. So we talked about judgment and how Jesus' words is not a command not to judge, but a guide to how to judge righteously rather than unrighteously. And so we kind of pressed into what it looks like to judge in a godly way. Um, And the big point is before you judge anybody else, look at you. So look in the mirror before you look out the window, as Deb Reed said so beautifully. And so uh, Jesus says, remove the plank. So get the sin out of your life. Um, You don't have to be perfect, but you shouldn't be battling with a sin you're calling out in somebody else. And so he gives us a beautiful picture of what it looks like to judge in a godly, righteous way. That's awesome. You know, you know, this is like one of the most misquoted Bible verses. It's on list if you, you know, Google like most misquoted Bible verses. Usually at the top, it's Matthew, Matthew 7, seven one, yep. um, and it's and it's it's not surprising, right? Because the opening words, "Do not judge," it was like, oh, there he goes, it settles it. Um, but why? What is the the context at which? we are called not to judge. Because there, there's twofold of this, as I think about just like taking this Bible verse and throwing it into how the rest of our culture takes this topic. It seems to be a culture of extremes where we either do it to no one or it to everyone, mm-hmm. right? So um, I've had this conversation multiple times, but think about our news media outlets, right? It's depending on what news media outlet you do, it doesn't matter. They're judging that group of people whoever's sitting across the aisle and they're hypercritical. They're yeah. judging every move they make, every intent. They're they're saying, "Well, they're doing this because they're assuming their intention." Like all the above. Everything that you said in the sermon, apply mm-hmm. that in the opposite direction and this is what our news media culture does. But then do any street poll like in the regard of like somebody walking up to somebody with a microphone saying, "What do you think about?" and then puts the microphone in their face about how people live their life, their lifestyle. <laughs> And 99% of people in our common culture are saying things like, well, I can't judge anybody. Mm. They live their life, and I'm going to live my life. Uh, I'm not judging anybody. I don't know why they're doing that. And so it's kind of like hands off. It's not my life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you hear, I'm not worrying about it. You yeah, know, you hear that all the time, like no judgment, no, no judgment <laughs> zone. You know, it's it's. I think it's extremely American. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, don't, yeah, give me my space. Mm. Leap, you know, this is my freedom. Don't touch me, my expression. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think some of that is accurate, though. It is not our job our job to judge people. We don't know, right? Part mm-hmm. of judgment comes. One thing that's tethered is a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a relationship with someone. It, it almost opens the door for judgment, healthy judgment, right? But when mm-hmm. I don't know somebody and mm-hmm. I see what they do, who am I to? 
to judge them, right? The whole point of what Jesus is talking here is in a context of believer to believer, mm-hmm. uh, relationship to relationship. And so judgment comes, I think, at, at a level of depth of relationship. When I call out your sin. So judgment, right, is not just random. It's this idea of I'm seeing something in you that isn't accurate, isn't good uh, in when it comes to following God, and I'm calling that out in you. Yeah. Um, and so, I, go ahead, Brad. No, I would just say I think that's so huge. The relationship, I think that's you called it out in this text, that whole image of the plank and the speck. You know, if my wife has something in her eye and she wants my help getting it, I mean, just think how intimate and hard that is to mm. let someone touch your eye, yeah. right, and try to help you get that. It's a, it's a real problem, but... No one, you know, some stranger off the street isn't going to say, oh, I see something and tackle you. And I mean, that's an assault, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. That's, it has to be in the context of intimacy and trust. Yeah. So the context is really king. And you, you brought up a verse uh, that I want to talk about more specifically, which is verse six of Matthew chapter seven, uh, which is, helps us, I feel like, frame this conversation. You, you brought it up, uh, but it says this. So I'll read it out. Don't give to dogs what is sacred. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. I think it's a beautiful picture of judgment in our culture today, right? This is what Christians have done, Mm -hmm. is we have thrown something sacred, unsolicited to the world, and guess what they've done? Mm -hmm. They've taken it and they've trampled it and Mm -hmm. run with it, right? And, And that's not on the world that's on us. Yeah. You know, that's on Christians. And I actually love this verse. Uh, you know, I, I think Jesus paints a really cool picture of how we've lived in a judgmental way and the result of it. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. do you how do you nuance a little bit the tension between like sharing our faith and not being judgmental in this way, the way this is yeah. framing this. Because I love what Eugene Peterson frames this in the message. He This intro, this verse, it says, don't be flippant with the sacred, yeah. right? Don't just like be like just mm. throwing it out there and being uh, almost careless mm. with it in some, in some regards. So how do we nuance with having... Um, Maybe it's a, a relationship, or maybe that's one context relationship with somebody who's not a follower of Christ, or even somebody that we don't really have a great relationship with, but that conversation comes up uh, around uh, a lifestyle or choices that aren't godly and, and biblical, and they're asking, or, or they're, they're kind of like in this, and you're like, do I say something because I'm a Christian? Then they're going to be judgmental towards me. Like, how do we do this? How do we navigate these waters of uncertainty? Well, I think it's based off relationship, first and foremost, right? How I talk mm-hmm. to a lost person and how I talk to a believer should be different in mm-hmm. my mind, right? There's a there's the Holy Spirit there. I think how I talk to my wife and how I talk to uh, someone I don't know that well, how I share my faith, I think those are all different things. I think when it comes to judgment, um, I don't think Jesus is talking about sharing your faith here. Mm. You know, I, I don't think he's tackling that issue. Um Yes, when we share our faith, are we making some judgment calls? For sure. But I think this is a different context, right? Jesus is talking about calling out sin or sawdust in somebody's eyes. So something that's very difficult, and I I think they're different, right? I'm not sure, but I think you... Again, we're nuancing things that I think Jesus isn't tackling here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think, but people feel like they take it there, right? Yeah. They take about making a judgment call 
and judging because to judge is to be critical of someone. Yep. That's literally what it means. And so when we think of like, oh, I'm making a judgment call, you're just making, oh, this is this the right decision or wrong decision to make? But that's not exactly how Jesus is using the term do not judge. He's right. like, don't be critical of someone who hasn't asked for it, right? And so in, in that regard of don't be sacred, don't give to dogs what is sacred, and that verse in verse Well, it even says, right, when you judge... Just judge people the way you're going to want to be judged. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, he says that same standard that you use. And I think that's a really powerful reminder. Before I go to be like, yo, Brad, mm-hmm. um, hey, you sinful, detestable person, right? Like, wait, if I do that to you, that means it's going to come back to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think we judge people how we would want somebody approach, how mm-hmm. I would want to be approached if someone's calling out sin in my life or if someone's judging me, like with the most grace and truth that, right. that you can have. Right. What would you say to the person who um, maybe has been a little too discipled by our culture of do not judge anyone, period, and who is a believer and thinking, you know what, Drew, I read that verse, do not judge and, you know, or you will be judged. And like, I don't want to be judged, so I'm not going to judge. Even Christians, like, I'm just like, you keep your sin to you, I'll keep my sin to me. And we'll just be happy and love Jesus, right? I mean, on autopilot, that's where I go. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a conflict avoider. I just, I, you know, calling people out, I just, I, I, it's so hard for me. I get nauseous. I, I hate it. I would rather but isn't it live what? and let live. It's wrong. So, no, it's, but I don't agree. I, in the sense, I don't agree with people who say, well, I just don't judge people. You do. You just don't say it out loud. Well, that's mm. true. So yeah, you're, you are true. judging people. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think there's anybody out there that isn't making judges judgment calls about people. The difference is we say not judging is just keeping it to ourselves. Mm. Well, Ooh, no, wrong. You are judging, and you're just... It's in my mind, it's worse to keep that judgment in your head and think something about somebody and not even let them know it. You or know? we do say it, but we say it to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't say it to them. Gossip. That's, that's yeah. that rule that I always have to keep in my head is that anything I say out loud, am I willing to, am I saying anything? I'm not willing to say it to their face. Yes. So, and then I'll just, you know, be often be quiet. And there's also things, Brad, that you shouldn't say out loud, right? Sometimes you just say, oh, I just judged that person. God, forgive me. I don't need to go and run and tell them either. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a very nuanced thing. It's knowing the right spots to have the conversation. It's knowing when you're guilty of sin and just working that out with God. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very difficult. But I think people who say, oh, I just, you know, I, I just, I live in a world where I don't judge anybody. I'm not sure anybody <laughs> lives in that world, right? No. I think you are judging people. It's just a matter of if you're doing it and hold, like you're holding that judgment and no one else knows about mm. it. So yeah. how do we approach this the right way? Like context, uh, the formulation of a relationship. Is this just like anybody who's a Christian that I have a good relationship with, I am going to call sin out in their life? Is this everybody or is it you brought up the fact that you've invited people into your life that you said, hey, when you see me sin call it out. So is that the standard? How do we navigate some of this, these waters? Yeah. I don't know if there's a perfect standard. Um, I think it is not wise to do this with an unbeliever, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's wise unless they approach you and ask you. Um, I don't think it's wise to call out unbelievers sin when they don't even have the standard you have. Yeah. Um, I think, in relationship with believers, I think it can get, it can be very uh, sensitive. I think with people you have a relationship with, you should be doing this, right? We should be in healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. We should be saying, hey, 
I see you going down a path that doesn't honor God. I'm, I want I want you to do that love. Now, with people you don't have a relationship, I do think there is some responsibility, uh, believer to believer, to do this, even with people you don't have relationships with where you see them maybe walking down a path. Mm-hmm. But I think how you handle that conversation is very needs to be very sensitive and very careful. Mm-hmm. And it's not a regular thing. It's the rare thing. So would you say there's like three tiers of this relationship? So there's like what we would call probably in the Christian community an accountability relationship where you've kind of invited somebody yep. in saying like, hey, Brad, yep. when you see me sin, mm-hmm. I want you to call it out. Yep. But right. then there's another level of like, I have a relationship with these people and they're Christian, even though we're not in that type of relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I see them like, glaringly headed off the cliff without a guardrail, I need to, I need to approach them probably in a private conversation um, and, Mm -hmm. and like help them like, Hey, what are you doing? How can I help kind of thing? And, and based on, if you use a later passage in Matthew, Matthew 18, um, you know, of you, you do it with somebody else probably. It's a better, better way to do that. Um, And then there's a third level of relationship that are just kind of any other Christians that you may not have a relationship with that, you have some level of accountability that you need to figure out with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit how to yes. guide them yep. on. That was or, all three Christians you mentioned. Yeah, those are all three. Not, those are all three unbelievers. Christians. Un, yeah. Unbelievers, we, that's, I just don't think God calls us to judge them. I think mm-hmm. that judgment comes from God. Our goal <clears throat> is to lead them to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? That, like that, I mean, that is the goal there. So would you say that evangelism or sharing your faith is not or should not be done with judgment? It depends how you define judgment because I, I, I think people could easily nuance to say, well, when you, when you are witnessing to somebody, you've already made a judgment that they don't know Jesus. Yeah, or they're living wrong. Right. They're wrong. Right. I, I, so, but I don't think we are, I, I don't think the best way to, to lead someone to Jesus is through judgment. I think it's through grace, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at Jesus's life, he led with grace mm-hmm. to to talk about the judgment that was coming, right? But it was, hey, let me talk about my grace and my love for you. Mm-hmm. I would lead with that versus leading with judgment. Yeah, I think there's a place for broadcast evangelism, right? I mean, you're going to be doing it from the stage every yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and even the judging, right? You have to do that sensitively. Here's what God's word is, says. Yeah. You got to. Does this apply to you? What you know? What he's saying. So there's a place for this broadcast. But I think if you talk to most anyone who came to faith, they would be quick to cite the relationships mm-hmm. that were key, you know, to that yeah. coming. And I know that like people I've, you know, led to faith. Um, you know, I'm not judging. That's not number one on my agenda. <laughs> is judging their lifestyle. They're usually coming out of a crisis and out of a need. You know, God. Yeah is working on them. You know, yeah. there's tough stuff in their life and the way out is Jesus. Yep. But I've, you know, you work with them over time, you listen, and then I've often had them say, well, what do you think about, you know? Mm-hmm. I, you know, hey, I'm living with my girlfriend. Uh, you know, what, what's that about? You know, those invitations sometimes even come. You yep. know, in, again, in the context of relationship where people, um, I guess it's, it's the willful disobedience you know, mm-hmm. yeah. of where you can see where you can kind of insert a hard conversation, mm-hmm. but they approached you in that regard. I think this right. is a, a pivotal, you know, conversation because, you know, any Christian research group that's like studied people who share their faith, that they've seen that 
Uh, I think it's close to 50% or over 50% of current millennial and Gen Z generation think it's un, um, unkind to share your faith with someone who you know mm. doesn't practice your faith. And so I feel like that's that's a very pivotal stat. Like, so if we have millennial and Gen Z sitting in our auditoriums, one and two, it's like, yes, yeah. no, yes, no, uh, are thinking like, it's very unkind for me to share my faith with someone that I know doesn't doesn't believe. And so that's a really helpful stat of of us thinking like, well, you can do that in a way that isn't judgment right. yes. um, mm-hmm. in that same way. I think there's more behind that stat than just, you know, what does unkind mean, right? And yeah. I think it really does come down to this topic of judgment, right? I don't want to be judgmental towards somebody. I'm, we are so nervous of being judgmental towards people mm-hmm. that we just avoid it at all costs. And I think that hurts us as believers and our testimony, right? It mm-hmm. is not judgmental to to share the greatest news in the world that saves Mm. people from eternity separated from God. That's Mm -hmm. full of love and that's full of grace. That's not unkind or judgmental. And I think we have to separate those two things. Do you think it's possible to correct someone without judging them in the context of a Christian relationship? Like saying like, you know, Jesus says, don't judge because the same way you judge other people, you know, you're going to be judged in that regard. And if there, is there a way to separate yourself from the, the seat of I'm judging you while calling out sin in your life. So I think people need to get over the negative connotation of judgment, Mm -hmm. right? If we judge in a righteous way, that is going to produce amazing things. And it will, I think the problem is really the ultimate problem is we've distorted judgment, right? The, the world and even Christians, we've done it so poorly that it's so hard to even use that word in a positive context because we, well, you can't, you, that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. It can be an amazing thing. Right. So, so Brad, first thing that comes to your mind, judgment. What's the first thing? Um, it, it Not does, in your stomach? <laughs> it, yeah. Well, it does sound negative, right? It does sound, you know, challenging. It does sound haughty and proud. Right, mm-hmm. it's someone from a from a higher position looking down. Those are yeah. all the connotations, yeah. you know, that come. But to think about it, done. I mean, you know, my mom would always say, like, exercise good judgment. You know, mm-hmm. that was, there was nothing negative about yeah. that. Yeah. She wanted a good life for me, and the way for that was with was with discernment. You know, and I needed help with that. Yeah. But if someone approaches you with Again, with humility, genuine compassion, you know, I'm a sinner too, you know, mm-hmm. those are the things that can open the door, you know, for, yeah. for good counsel. And another side to this that I think even the church has missed is the church is quick to pronounce judgment. And what I mean by that is like there's a lot of things that are controversial in our society today that I feel like Christians believe we have to stand up and let everybody know where we stand, pronounce judgment, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Against abortion, against these things. And we Mm -hmm. all agree that they are wrong, but sometimes our pronouncement of judgment against the world Mm -hmm. keeps us from actually reaching the world Mm -hmm. because they know we are so much better than them because we've let them know we would never do a thing like that. And it keeps people who actually the spirit is working on softening their heart, but that judgment is a huge wall that separates Christians from the very people we're trying to reach. I fear that incredibly. I remember I was sharing the gospel, you know, and again, it was a relationship where he started asking me questions uh, and got to share the gospel with him. But he said, I have a question. It's like, I know all these Christians, Mm 
and they're so happy, and I don't know why. And I thought mm. that was the most wonderful question. The question I feared was, I know all these Christians, they're so angry, <laughs> and I don't know why. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that is the day, that's what I see in the culture I had a girl wars. on Sunday ask me two difficult questions, um, really controversial questions, and mm-hmm. I said, hey, before I answer these, I'd love to sit down and have a, a, a cup of coffee with you and your friend, and let's let's talk about these issues. They're, mm-hmm. they're not nuanced. They're so nuanced that we need to have mm. a conversation. And this is what she followed up. She's like, I, she goes, I love this place, but I, I'm not a Christian. Am I still allowed to come? Mm. Wow. And I was like, I feel like that is that is what we have created through even good intentions. I don't think Christians out there have bad mm-hmm. intentions. I just think we have to be very careful. That's what Jesus says. Be careful how you use your judgment yeah. because it can be a sacred, awesome thing right. or it can lead people far away from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus says it's a pearl, right? It's a pearl. So mm-hmm. uh, I was listening to a podcast where uh, Carl Truman, who's a, a professor at Grove City College in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. he was talking about just like sexuality and sexual ethic. And he's like, the best argument for Christian value of marriage is healthy Christian marriages. And then you just kind of, kind of going down through there mm-hmm. of like the best argument for, and he was just talking about like strong families and, and doing all these um, good things of like nuance the positive side. Don't be all negative, like pointing fingers yeah. in that mm-hmm. regard. Uh, so I want to end with this, like this last question. So I feel like a good exercise of seeing judgment as a pearl is inviting it into our life, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Of inviting it in. So what are some good, um, qualifiers or words of wisdom to someone who, who may say like, I don't feel like I've ever had anybody correct me. Um, or I don't, I've had it very negatively where it felt hypocritical or I felt that negativity. It didn't feel like a pearl even after the, the hard time of pressing, um, like a clam would do under the ocean, right. To make that pearl. Um, so how, what are, what are good things to look for in inviting someone into our life to say, Hey, I'm giving you the keys. When you see me walking down the wrong path, I want you to help correct me. I'm going to be honest, open, vulnerable to you. Um, like you giving that story about Mm -hmm. and getting the speck out of your wife's eye, like it's vulnerable moment. You know, you're very sensitive in that moment. Mm -hmm. I think one word of wisdom that I would give before even like the practical side is don't let one bad experience keep you from something or rob mm. you from something that is awesome. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people are terrified of this because they've tried it and <laughs> maybe they chose the wrong person and that person just acted in a, in a poor way. And mm-hmm. they're, you know, most people are like, well, never doing that again. Mm. And so mm-hmm. don't allow a bad experience to rob you from something God can use in your life. That's the first piece of advice I would give. Yeah. So, is your question for the uh, the, re- the receiving end or the giving end? The receiving end. I want I want like good words of wisdom of like how do we invite people in to give them that keys that that most intimate level of relationship that we talked about of you saying I'm giving this person the keys. How do we pick the right person and give the keys? Oh, picking the right person. I mean, it has to be someone who loves us, mm. right? I mean, sure. just really has our best interests at heart and wants to see us grow. I mean, there are 
And you're defining you're defining love because I feel like that word's mm-hmm. distorted just as much as the word judgment is, right? We <laughs> yeah. can nuance. All right, let's a couple episodes later, mm-hmm. we're actually answering the question of love in the term of your actual best interest at heart, not just like right. whatever you want to do. I love oh, you. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, let yeah, you yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Like love in the sense of yeah, and agreeance. You I think in right first direction. place is like agreeance on beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christ follower, right? You don't mm-hmm. want somebody, a coworker oh, who does, who's far from God. Like yeah. they love you. But th- what they deem is best might not be what God's best is yeah. for you. So believer, first and foremost. Believer, first and foremost, with maturity, whose life is worth, you know, emulating. Mm. I mean, I always had, you know, leadership is a burden, you know, in the church. Yeah. And I I remember someone saying, if 50%, more than 50% of the people who... Um, um, if, if more than 50% would benefit from following your example, mm. you know, that should be maybe the standard, you know, because not everyone, I mean, we're not, but it's someone who's worth emulating, someone who loves us, has our best interests in heart, and, you know, just, and, and, and just making that clear invitation that, hey, I know it's rough to be on the other side of me sometimes, and I yep. might be defensive, mm, and yeah. I might react, and if I do, just give me a little space, but don't give up on me. Yeah. Mm. That's good. What about uh, this one minute wrap up? Your last word of wisdom on uh, just receiving. Uh, what are what are good heart postures to receive judgment? You talked a lot, Drew, about um, you know giving how how to make sure your heart's in the right spot before you give that judgment. But talking about the flip side of what Jesus talks about of of being that recipient of judgment. How do we? Because uh, a lot of times when we're receiving judgment, our hearts already begin to callous a little bit in that mm-hmm. regard. Of how do we keep our heart soft and when we receive it. Um. So Ashley and I have a rule in our house because I, I said on Sunday, like we've given each other the keys. So if my wife comes to me and says, hey, I see something in you um, that is, you know, sinful, is not right. Um, I, uh, the rule we have is I am not allowed to call out anything in her in that moment. Mm. And it's, it saved a lot of defensive moments yeah. for me, right? Oh, yeah, word. you think I I'm like bad. That. Well, guess what? So, and like, <laughs> honestly, we both call each other out on that rule all the time mm, because uh, human nature, yeah. we just don't like to be told we're wrong, yeah. right? Like, hey, I'm so guilty of that. And yes. so that rule has saved us a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while, my wife will be like, hey, Drew, remember, remember the rule? And she, I'm like, you know, you're right. And so I think n- just hearing and, and don't respond. Like, I think the best thing you can do is marinate. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, someone calls you out. Don't, your initial response is going to want to be anger or defensive. Yeah. Like, just don't say anything. Just say, I hear you. Can I have a couple days to process this? Mm-hmm. I found in my life, usually what the person is saying is right. Mm-hmm. I don't like hearing it, so I want to respond in anger. But over the course of a couple days... It's usually me coming back to my wife and saying, you know what? The Holy Spirit told me you were right again. (laughs) (laughs) And I think just sit on it. Mm -hmm. Just sit. Mm. Anything to add to that, Brad? I don't know. I just think about the ways I train my wife badly in the sense (laughs) that Mm. it's, you know, sometimes I I really appreciate that wisdom because I know there's times when she just, she just clams up because she knows I'm not listening, right, or I'm defensive. So sometimes she said things, and then I'll tell her why that's inaccurate. And, uh, <laughs> but then I have to, like, you know, again, 24 hours later, cycle back and just say, you know what? 
I didn't receive that well. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you getting out there and taking the risk. And I'm sorry I reacted the way I did, but uh, there's truth to what you said. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you taking the courage. You know, please keep it coming. But it's, it is my defensiveness. There's a shell, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's great wisdom, though, um, is just when you do, don't take it good. Mm-hmm. Say you're sorry. You know what I mean? Like I've numerous times have been saying, mm-hmm. yeah, babe, I, I did not sit and listen to that one and mm-hmm. I should have. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think this is messy and it's hard and you're going to blow it. Just have that expectation. But right. when you do blow it, mm-hmm. own it mm-hmm. and continue the process. Don't give up on it. Yeah. What's crazy is though, you both of you saying that, like that's us when we do that acting like the negative of verse six, right? Like a yep. dog or a pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're yeah. trying to tear we're the other person apart. It, we're trampling yeah. those other people oh, who, who are giving us those pearls of wisdom. And if we're not, if you're not careful in your life, when you do that over and over again, Jesus says, don't mess with that person. Mm-hmm. So you're being the person that's yeah. not going to get that pearl, not going to get yeah. that wisdom if you're constantly right. berating mm-hmm. or, or like, well, you know what? You do wrong. And then retaliating in that regard. That's so right. it's good wisdom. Well, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of A Little Better. Can't wait to hang out with you again next week. 